Well, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Good Wednesday noon day. Sorry for the short delay. I hope that you're having a good day, and may the Lord bless you. It's always good to see you. <clears throat> Thank you for joining me whenever you do. I know uh, many of you are not able to join me right at noon on Wednesday, but you uh, uh, share with me your thoughts, and I appreciate your feedback and always sharing these uh, words with your friends if they're an encouragement to you. Well, we're talking these days about timely answers from God's Word. Here's our verse that we've been using, Proverbs 15, 23. Let me read it to you. A person has joy in giving an appropriate answer. And a word at the right time, how good it is. There's joy when you get to share with your friends an appropriate answer to the questions they have. And I hope that you as a follower of Jesus are doing everything you can to answer the questions of your friends and of your children and of your neighbors, of your spouse, whoever it might be, uh, with God's Word. The most appropriate answers are answers from God's Word. And then the other side of the verse is, <clears throat> a right word at the right time is a good thing. It's good for the person to share the answer, and it's a joy to share it, but it's a good thing for the person receiving it because it helps them clarify their, uh, their question. <clears throat> so many questions in the world today, aren't there? And so there's no lack of questions that need to be answered from God's Word. So here's our question for today. It's a great question. We've been talking about some of the hard things about uh, uh, is a person a sinner? What happens to a person who dies without repenting of their sins and knowing Jesus? And that's a hard one. But now we come to this question. So how does God save sinners? Maybe we should add the question before that, does God save sinners? And if he does, yes, how does God save sinners? What a great topic. Well, our answer from God's Word today is Ephesians 2.8. Ephesians 2.8. For by grace you have been saved, Paul writes to the Ephesian church. All of you Christians at Ephesus, Paul says, and I'm saying it to all of you who are followers of Jesus today who are listening to me, for by grace have you been saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. What a joyful thing it is. I was thinking of this old song today, Grace. The hymn writer said it, Grace, Grace, God's Grace. Grace that is greater than all our sins. All our sins. You know, God does save. The Bible says, yes, God saves. Through Jesus Christ, you can be saved. Jesus Christ saves. Jesus saves. When I was young, we used to, well, some people still do it, we'd put a bumper sticker on our car. Bumper sticker, Jesus saves! Exclamation mark. I say to this world and everyone hearing me today, <clears throat> wherever you are, whoever you are, Jesus Christ saves. He saves sinners from their sin. And so we, we're talking today about a great topic, what it means to be saved. 
I hope that you have been saved by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. So three things quickly here, just to think about. God saves sinners. That's the first thing. For by grace you have been saved. What have we been saved from? Well, we've been talking about it. Sadly, just like Adam, we've all sinned. And we've all sinned in multiple different ways. All of our sins, not the same, but we sin, <laughs> we all do sin. And so because we're sinners, we need a Savior. We need rescue. And so God saves sinners. So he says, for by grace you have been saved. He uses that word saved to imply something. Saved from some things. Uh, when you're, uh, Maybe a better word would be rescued. Think about this. We're rescued from eternal death. We're rescued from a life of misery in our sin. We're rescued from an old sinful way of life. All of us in this, uh, all of us who've walked with God in this world, we know that the old ways were never fulfilling ways. The old ways were sad ways. We had pleasure in sin for a season, but then there was such sadness and regret and pain and oh, the consequences of our sin carried us a long way. So when we're saved, we're rescued. We're rescued by God. He comes and rescues us. Uh, like being delivered out of a terrible storm or out of a flood or out of an accident. Rescue. Salvation is being rescued. We're rescued out of the devil's domain, out of the darkness of our sin. But out of the kingdom of darkness, the Bible says, God saves us. He, those of us who put our faith in Jesus Christ, He saves us. So God saves sinners and God saves sinners by His grace. Here's the celebration. For by grace are you saved. You know what grace is? It's His favor. God has shown favor to us, though we were rebels, haters, revilers, resistors of God. Think about it today. If you're saved, you've experienced God's favor. And here's a wonderful thing. Even when I stumble into sin again as a Christian, and I ask God to forgive me, it's because of His grace and His favor. Isn't it wonderful to live in the favor of God? Isn't it wonderful? You are favored by God. You're one of God's favorite ones if you're saved. You know, being saved is, and by His grace, is His mercy toward us, His favor, His mercy. Mercy means there's nothing I can do to gain God's favor. I can't, there's no, I can't do it. I need God's mercy. Do you ever pray it? I pray it all the time. Lord, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on me. So grace is His favor, His mercy. How about His patience? He's not willing that any should perish in their sins, but that everyone should be saved. Oh, the patience of God. The patience of God in the days of Noah. The patience of God... On Wednesday nights, I'm talking about Moses, a man who heard from God. The patience of God with Pharaoh and his hard-heartedness. The patience of God. God's been patient with you. God's been patient with me. The grace of God is His favor, is His mercy, is His patience. How about His love? The grace of God is seen as gracious love. It's, it's gracious favor, gracious mercy, gracious patience, gracious love. It is undeserved, unconditional love is beyond us because as much as we try to love people that way we don't only god can love unconditionally and he loves you unconditionally look you can't do anything to impress god or improve 
his love for you. His love for you is the same as it was when you were a wicked sinner. That's grace. His gracious love. And then how about his kindness? All these things are so wonderful. So we celebrate today the fact that God saves sinners and God uh, saves sinners by his grace. But what must we do to experience the gracious salvation of God? We know God saves sinners when they put their faith in Jesus Christ. You're not just saved because you're a good person or you try to be moral. You're not saved because your family are Christians. You're saved when you come and repent of your sins turn from them and put your faith in Jesus Christ and you believe in the Lord Jesus. So faith believes the promises of Jesus Christ. Here's what the Lord said. Here's what Jesus said, John 3, 16. I'm going to just quote a part of it. It's a famous verse. Whosoever believes in him shall have everlasting life, eternal life. You have eternal life when you believe in Jesus Christ. He who has the Son has life. He who does not have the Son of God does not have life. So eternal life is yours, and you're saved and experience now eternal life because you've believed in Jesus. Faith accepts Christ's death for us on, for our sin. Oh, why did Jesus die on the cross? It's for your sin and mine. We must accept that, receive it, embrace it, hold it dear to us. When you look at the cross, remember He died for your sins. Uh, faith hopes in God's forgiveness. You know, I've, I've sometimes had people say to me, I don't know if God can forgive me for what I've done. Yes, He can, my friend. He can forgive you and He will. The forgiveness of God extends beyond our sin. It's greater than our sin because it's tied to the grace of God. But by faith, we must accept the forgiveness of God. Forgive yourself because God has forgiven you in Jesus Christ. And faith rejoices in eternal life. Look, we're on our way to heaven. We're on our way to heaven. This is not the end. We're on our way to heaven in the midst of these troubles. So God saves sinners. God saves sinners by His grace. And God saves sinners who put their faith in Jesus Christ. So what must I say to you today as I finish? Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and be saved. Tell one of your friends today. If you will just believe in Jesus Christ and trust Him as your Lord and Savior, He'll change your life. He'll change your life. Believe that God's grace is greater than your sin. Believe that today. Some of you are in despair because you're dwelling on what you've done in the past. You've asked God to forgive you. Now you must focus not on your sin of the past, but on God's grace in the past, in the present, and in the future. The grace of God saves us. Look, here's the way I'd say it. We are saved by the grace of God, first of all, from the penalty of our sin. No more am I under condemnation. We are saved by the grace of God now as we live in this world by the power of God, He saves us from the power of sin. You don't have to do those things you used to do. You must rely upon God and the Holy Spirit because you're now saved to overcome your sin. And finally, one day, praise God from the presence of sin. No more sin, no more sorrow, no more sadness. So does God save us? Yes. Does God save us? And how does He save us? Through the Lord Jesus Christ and the grace of that He has shown to us. Heavenly Father, thank You for my friends today. Bless them in whatever circumstances they find themselves. And may they who hear me today, who know Jesus Christ, rejoice. May we never get tired of thinking about how wonderful it is to be a new person in Jesus Christ, saved from our sin.
And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, if you can be with us tonight, hope you'll be with us at First Baptist or join us online. Also on Sunday, I begin to talk about a very important new theme, hope in God. In a, in a world of hopelessness, hope in God. I'm going to say this to you. I'm going to say it several times. I have greater hope today in my life, despite my own troubles and circumstances and those in the world, than I ever have. And I hope you share that same hopefulness. You can, and that's what we'll be talking about in the days ahead. May the Lord bless you, and God bless you. Share this with someone if it's been a blessing to you today. And Lord willing, I'll see you Sunday or see you soon. Bye-bye.